ministry commissioned by Christ to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which had been hidden ages ago hidden in God nobody knew it but God himself and this mystery was he wanted Christ to be in us the hope of glory this is what we're hoping for the glory of God in us the glory of God to be seen upon us the glorification process to be uh, done in us. That's what God wanted before he uh, founded the world. As we said, God has foreknowledge. He saw everything. And his desire, what, what he had pleasure in, was to uh, regain mankind back to himself. He never wanted to be separated from man. And so he sent Christ Jesus, who was born uh, under the law and was made in the likeness of a man. Amen. And that through death, his blood, he destroyed the power of death. And not only that, he cleansed us from yeah. all sin and all unrighteousness. And then he... He, he gave us his spirit so that we can continually be conformed to the image of his dear son. Amen. Then, not only that, it says that he quickened us together with Christ. He endued 
us with the same divine life that raised Jesus from the dead. He it quickened us also together with him and raised us up and made us sit together with him in the heavens in Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. And I and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, who are we? Ah. You know, it's like David said, who am I? Who's my house? That you would do that. Yeah. And not only did he he seat us together with Christ in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that's named not only in yeah. this world, but also in the world to come. And the Bible said that that he has sat down at the right hand of the majesty which is on high, Almighty God the Father. And we are seated together with him in the heavenly realms. And this is what I I endeavor, body of Christ, and, and those that are in the fivefold ministry and those that have been anointed to teach and to preach or to share, we have to get, like I would say, like it should be second knowledge, you know, automatic where we know who we are and where God has put us. And to learn about our position, to grow in our position, and to walk in our position. Um, I was watching um, T.D. Jakes the other day, and he had an excellent uh, teaching on starving princes. You're a prince, but you're starving. Ah. You've already been uh, made a king and a priest, but you start. You act like you don't. You act like you're a pauper. You act like you have no inheritance. You act like you have no God. Ah. And God has already did this. He purposed to do it before He made the worlds. And when you got born again. You automatically attain the status as a son and the placing of a son. He already raised us up and made us sit together with Christ. It's already done. It's already He already hath made us kings and priests unto God. A king has the power of life and death. A priest officiates in things related to God. And he has made us kings and priests. This is already our status in the family of God. We're already in the family of God. This is, and, and what we have to do is catch up with what God has already ordained in us. And it's all here in the word of God. He gave us the Holy Spirit that will lead and guide us into all truth. And that will show us things to come. That will receive of our Lord Jesus Christ. When he have fellowship with the Father. He will receive of that and reveal it unto us. And what we need to do as body of Christ. We need to watch daily at his gates and wait at the post of his door. To sit in his council in the secret place. To hear his counsel on a daily basis, to study at his feet, 
to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word, the word of truth. Jesus said in Isaiah 50, he said, morning by morning, every morning, he got up in the presence of the Lord. Morning by morning, they say, he wakeneth mine ear to hear. As a learned person, our teaching far excelled college education or any type of teaching on the face of the earth. It's the highest form of living that anybody can attain to. And when we have the Holy Spirit, you'll be just like Daniel, ten times better than the average, you know, peer. Ten times better. You have the wisdom of God, even hidden wisdom that that the, the principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness, and spirit, wicked spirits in high places, they don't have access to that. But you do. Amen. And God will teach you how to be a strong man. Amen. In the spirit. How to be a heavily armed soldier. Amen. That you come behind in no gift and no utterance. You be the first and not the, you be the uh, head and not the tail. Above only. And not beneath what, what God has. Mm -hmm. It's designed for excellence. That's why we call him his excellence. Ah. He is excellent in all of his ways. And not only that, I like what he tells us in Psalms 139. About he know our uprising and our downsetting. And that he know our thoughts afar off. He could tell us what we are thinking before we even think it. He could tell us what we're about to say before we even say it. So, who has that kind of wisdom and knowledge? So, we're, uh, we're going to be going into what it means to be seated with Christ, seated with Him in heavenly places, and what that role uh, really ascertains. And that God never would have called us to that place if we were not able to maintain it, sustain it, you know, and walk in it. He, 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 anything he, he calls, he qualifies to carry it out. God knows what he's doing. He know better uh, what's better for us than we even know. And he know what we can ascribe to. He knows our capability. Uh-huh. He knows what he put in man. And he knows what man can represent him as. That's what we're here to do. We are his representative. Praise God. We are ambassadors. We actually, as Christ is, so are we. And Christ is the express image, the imprint of God. When you see Christ, you see God. And it says, as he is, so are we. So when people see us, they should see our Father. They should see our Father's character, nature, attitude, the way that, that we operate should be operating just like our Father. Because we need to learn about him. 
And on yesterday, I thank God for all of the broadcasting on yesterday. It was so powerful. Even the last time that we had after we aired Rivers of Living Water, that was powerful. And and God was acting, moving in a miraculous way um, in this studio. One of um, Brother Mike, after we had went off the air, the Lord gave him an open uh, vision right in the midst of us. Yeah. And it was incredible. And uh, I'm going to let him tell it next Tuesday what God showed him in this room. So we want to encourage you to keep listening, keep tuning, because we endeavor to turn the broadcast over into the hands of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For him to direct us and guide us. And he is faithful to do yeah. it. And uh, you will be blessed to see how the Holy Spirit operates in an individual. And at what he's done for us, he'll do for you. He will truly lead and guide you. He will show you things to come. Amen. He will reveal to you what Jesus has. He's an awesome, awesome Holy Spirit. And uh, he will take you into realms you've never been to. Amen. So I encourage you to uh, be encouraged. Keep listening. Uh, we want to go back a little bit on what we started on yesterday. Uh, we were talking about uh, Colossians 1 through 3. Uh, and then we went into 1 John 2, 15 and um, 17, I believe it was. But I'm just going to do a quick review. But it was something the Holy Spirit uh, gave me yesterday. He wants me to bring out today. And it, he kept bringing it to me. He said, make sure you let them know about this aspect, in which we're certainly going to do. And uh, I'm going to break it down so it can be as clear as possible. So in uh, Colossians 3 and 1, for those of you that have your Bibles, it says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth, on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Okay? So, what he is telling us is in verse 5, mortify or put to death, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. And he lists, no fornicating, uncleanness, insubordinate, inordinate affections, pardon me, evil concupiscence and covetousness which is idolatry and I just wanted to say evil concupiscence is a, a, a extreme longing or lusting for that which is forbidden or for that which God has said not to do evil concupiscence that's what it is um, uh, which is I'm sorry, and covetousness, which is being greedy after somebody else's things, 
which is idolatry. He said, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Amen. It says that the wrath of God comes upon people that engage in this uh, kind of thing. And this is to the believer. This scripture is not to the world. Most, If you'll notice that these, the Bible is a spiritual book and you have to have spiritual understanding or insight to understand this book. So it's given to people that have the spirit. And this is what Colossians 1 uh uh, Colossians 3, and we go all the way down to 5, is to the believer. If you are raised to life with Christ, keep seeking those things which are above. Let your thoughts dwell on the heavenly realm. Fill your thoughts with things in heaven. Amen. Where Christ is seated, he sat down revealing his complete work. When Christ sat down, because the high priest never sat down, because their work was never completed. But Christ, when he had purged our conscience, our sins, it says he sat down revealing that his task or his work was completed. He accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt. And once he had done that as a high priest, he sat down and was enthroned on the right hand of God uh, uh, until his, all his enemies are made his footstool. See, he still got work to do before he uh, becomes the God of this world. Like it tells us in Isaiah 54 and 5, he's not the God of this world yet. Satan is the God of this world. And until uh, he put down all authority and even death, which is the last enemy, Satan is the God of this world. In Isaiah 54, it says in 5, and we were talking about this yesterday, and I take Isaiah 54 and 5 literally. Mm. For thy maker is thine husband. And this is for all of you that may have a husband that might be dead or, uh, you know, might be dead in trespasses and sin. And you don't really have someone that can be a real husband. It tells you right here, thy maker is thine husband. And that's exactly what it means. I've heard ministers say that God will not be your husband. And they read this scripture mm. and said, well, you know God ain't going to be. And I said, they just read. <laughs> <laughs> they just read for thy maker and thine husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Watch this. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. So he is at the right hand of the Father, where he ever liveth to make intercession, and that the Lord said to him, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Well, see, all of his enemies is not his footstool yet. And this is why we as the body of Christ 
are workers together with God and going to bring that to pass. And then he's going to be uh, accomplished, the God of this world. He's going to be King of Kings, Lord of Lords, King of the Universe. This is what he's, he's going to eventually become. And the Bible is already uh, written that that's who he's going to become. And as it is written, so shall it be. Uh, set your affections, your mind, your passions, your soulish realm, your mind, your will, and emotions on things above. Heaven, instead of, or in place of, the things on the earth. You should have as little desire for this world as a dead man. And this is what the Holy Spirit was wanting me to give you a warning about. He said, set your affections not on the old nature or earthly things, but on things above, in heaven. And uh, one of the things we talked about was that you are dead and your life is Concealed or hidden with Christ. You've already died. You died with Christ on the cross. Remember God laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah 53. The whole world. All the iniquity of the world. He laid it upon him. Uh, in Colossians it says that the handwriting that was against us the ordinances that were contrary to us, he took it out of our way and Christ nailed it to his cross. Jesus paid everything. And we are dead. We already died with him at Calvary. And uh, it says, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Because according to Galatians, we have been crucified with Christ. And a lot of people and the devil try to make you believe that's not true. But it is written, Galatians 2.20, we, I, and Paul says, I have, I am crucified, put to death with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I but Christ liveth in me. And this life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So we have passed from death unto life. And then, not only that, in the spirit, positionally, we have been quickened together with the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It quickens our mortal body. And it says that we were uh, raised up together, Christ in us, and made to sit down at the right hand of the Father, sit together in the heavenly realms in Christ. So where are we? And, and you don't hear much of this, but you got to let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. We are seated together with him in the heavenly places, just like it says in, in Colossians 3 and 1, 
where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And and a lot of people, you know, they kind of quiver when they hear it. But you've got to hear this and hear this and hear it until faith comes. And then the more faith comes, the more you'll be able to stand in agreement and walk in it. When Christ comes, he does not want to have a bunch of whips and a bunch of people that don't know how to cast a cat out of a paper bag. He wants you to be strong in the Lord. He wants you to do the works that he do, you do also. You Would you want that kind of thing? And you have been gone for 2,000 years and left your word here, and then you come back after 2,000 years, and you got people that's supposed to be like you, scared of the devil, all in fear, don't believe you, you don't believe your word. Would you want somebody like that to sit with you in the millennium, you know, you know, to, to reign over ten cities? Mm. We have to get our mind in the right perspective and daily walk in it, just like it tells us in Hebrew, by practice. We keep doing it over and over until you get uh, perfected in it. Until you you can command in the name of Jesus. That's the way he did. He commanded in the name of, come out of her. Come out. And don't go back in no more. And they obey. He tell that fig tree, nobody eat from you forever. That's, that's the kind of authority Christ is looking for his bride to have. That they can speak and command and it's done. That's the way he does it. It said he spoke and it was. He commanded and it stood fast. And as he is, 1 John 4, 17, so are we. Now, <clears throat> we talked about Loving not the world, neither the things that are in the world. This word, love, is the word agapeo, and it represents phileo love, which is friendship. Love not the world. Don't listen to, don't pay attention to, don't even speak the language of the world. All right. <clears throat> this world is the satanic system where unbelieving mankind operates in with force, greed, selfish ambition, and pleasure, and all the other things that are not of God. That's this world arrangement. Say, so don't love it. Uh, it's so steeped in deception and murder and hatred and all kind of diabolical, horrible uh, things that God has already commanded in his word for us not to be involved in. Uh, foolishness, disobedience, fleshly lust. That's what this world system is like. Excess of wine, reveling, banqueting. A lot of the saints, we into a lot of banqueting. Mm -hmm. 
and gluttony. Because I've been looking at some of them plates that these bangles, honey, they be piled high. And some of us are uh, 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 overeating, riot, speaking evil, uh, living in malice, living in malice, wherein we uh, envy one another, hateful and hating one another. That's the world system. That's not... And that shouldn't ever be named in the body of Christ. Deceived, serving, divers, lust, pleasures, evil doing, insubordinate. Like if somebody asks you to do something you won't do it, or you give them a lot of, well, why should I do that? You know, the Holy Spirit, the Lord stopped me years ago. Because I used to complain terribly because he was having me do And I'd be so tired. And then I would get into this complaining mode. And the Lord asked me, just, well, why I got to do it? <laughs> and I, I, I guess I, I didn't realize how arrogant I was until one day he asked me to do something. And I said in my heart, no, I said it out loud. Why I got to do it? And, I, and all of a sudden I heard this. Well, don't do it then. And it felt like somebody, you know, that was upset and left the room suddenly and slammed the door. That's what I felt. He said, well, don't do it then. And I'm, and then I caught myself and said, wait, wait a minute. He was gone. I guess he had had enough of my complaining. And I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> slowly by slowly, he sat me down. He sat me down. And I was, when I say sat out, took away all of my jobs and privileges for years. I couldn't pay nobody to have me speak. I'm telling you. And slowly, after I learned my lesson, slowly by slowly, he started restoring back to me my position, which he didn't have to do. But he did. And my flesh tries to rise up again and I catch it every time I said don't you say one word don't you say not a thing whatever God asks you to do you do it and don't complain and don't murmur about it be glad serve the Lord with gladness and because uh, you don't want what happened to me but I guess the Lord got tired of me because sometimes when much is given much is required so he's going to use you but even though he uses you a lot, you have to compensate compensate by getting enough rest, not going everywhere, you know, every time somebody says, well, let's go here. No, curtail a lot of that going, you know. Eat right. Go to bed early. Get up early and pray. Drink lots of water and fresh fruits and stuff like that so that you will be fit. To run this race wherein you won't be tired all the time and aggravated you know get a lot of that strife out of your life so that when he wants you to do something you'll be ready to go because you don't want to go through what I did I learned bitterly you know when he said well don't do it then I had never heard him talk like that mm -hmm. before <laughs> 
That's why I always say, well, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. And you know now, I, I keep my mouth shut and say, yes, Lord. But this is what the Holy Spirit, we're going to take our time with this because where Christ sitteth <coughs> is very vast. But there are some preliminaries we must learn before we get to find out what it means where Christ sitteth. And uh, uh, what we were talking about, I want you to turn to Luke. We were talking about love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We talked about that on yesterday. A lot of people is having friendship with the world, mm. and they think there's nothing wrong with it. They feel like that they can uh, just dibble and dabble in the bars and, uh, you know, at the cabarets and dress like the world and eat like the world and drink like the world and talk like the world and, and get engaged in worldly things which we went over such as you know foolish disobedient fornication uh, idolatry you know uh, mammon uh, the spirit of antichrist fulfillment of your desires of your flesh and your mind uh, you can dibble and dabble in all of this worldly systemic activity and it won't hurt you and I have a severe warning uh, from the Holy Spirit because it says if any man love the world mm. the love of the Father is not in him and you say well what do you mean by that if any man love that word love as I told you is friendship in James 4 and 4 it says you adulterers and adulteresses know ye not that the friendship mm. of the world is enmity. That word is E-C-H-T-H-R-A. Or hostility, hatred, adversarial, and that's a foe. The friendship of this world is a foe with God. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Did mm -hmm. you hear what I just said? We think we could dibble and dabble in the world as a friend mm. and think that that's okay. But it says, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. In other words, God will fight against you like any other enemy. We try to uh, lighten the load and lean to our understanding about what we're doing and, 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 and how God feels about it and if it, that, is, that is not going to work. You cannot lean to your under, own understanding about your actions as a friend in the world and how God feels about it. He tells you right there. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And friendship of the world is enmity with God. That means you become an, you have become an enemy. Mm -hmm. 
You know why? Because we talked about, yesterday, Apostle, we talked about uh, mammon and, and Baal and Antichrist spirit, the spirit of, not the Antichrist, but the spirit of Antichrist yeah. is right here. That's in the world. And you are fellowshipping and having friendship with idols, with God, other gods. Mammon is another god, mm -hmm. an active god. He's not just something you're putting on a, 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 on a shelf somewhere. He's active now, taking all the money he can get. He's another god. You cannot serve God and mammon. But that's in the world. That's in the world. And the spirit of Antichrist that opposes and exalts itself against everything that God stands for mm. blasphemes God to his own face in everything. He do that here on earth. He ain't up in heaven doing that, of course. <laughs> you know. And 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 and, and Adam, <coughs> Adam's lease is for a season. After his season is up, that will never happen again. But what I'm saying is that's what's in the world. And we sometimes we dibbling and dabbling in the world and don't really know that these things are in the world system and we part of it. And we think, oh well, you know. I can drink a little liquor. You know, well, what's wrong with that? You know, I can sleep around. You know, well, what's wrong with that? God will forgive me. You know, I'm under grace and all of this. We are deceived. Remember, deception is in the world, too. Mm. You just is deceived, thinking that I'm okay and you okay. You know what the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to tell you right now what he keeps telling me. He wants you to know this, and I'm going to tell you right now. And I want you to turn to John 15 and 19. John 15 and 19. And you know how he told me, a lot of y'all are dibbling and dabbling in the world, and he wants you to know, he wants you to know that the world hates you. Mm. The world hates you. And we don't, we, it's hard for us because we're so busy trying to appease the world and be like them and, and, and not rock the boat while we in his, Satan's territory and look like the mm. world and talk like the world mm. and dress like the world, the Holy Spirit said, the world hates you. Mm -hmm. John 15 and 19. It says, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But you come to church and say, Jesus is my Lord. You can't have it two ways. You're going to love the one and hate the other, hold to the one, and despise. You can't have it. It's one or the other. You come into our sanctuary and say, Jesus is my Lord. But it says in here, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, Therefore, the world hateth you. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, oh, they don't, they, they treat me good. They don't hate me. That's because you're compromising with them. You are, comp you are not preaching the word. You're not teaching them the word. The people who you hang out with uh, in the world, I guarantee you, you start teaching them that Jesus is Lord. Start teaching them that God said to 
to be holy for ah, I am holy. Son. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start telling them that God said to flee fornication. Mm. That your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Start telling them that. See, you're not telling them that. Because if you tell telling them that, I guarantee they're going to say, exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> because they love what they're doing. Yeah. They love, they indulge in this kind of stuff. And you telling them, I got to quit fornicating? I got to get, move out? I'm living with a man? I can't live with this man no more? Because I'm, I'm, I'm an adulterer? Uh-huh. If I live with this, that marriage is honorable and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God is going to just start preaching that to them and see what they say if they love you. <laughs> you say, oh, they don't, they don't, the, if the Holy Ghost say the world hates you, that's what it is. Let's go to, uh, let me see. I got another one here for you. Uh, let's go to John 17 and 14. More of it. Mm. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them. The world don't like the word of God. Oh, no. See, the reason why you are friendship, because you ain't gave them the word. If you give them the word, y'all will no longer be friends. Amen. It's it. good, Elder. It's it. Uh, okay. I have given them thy word, and the world has mm-hmm. hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. You know, Captain Penny used to say, you can fool some of the people some yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fool all of the people all of the time. But you can't, you can't fool them all. See, that's why I know you are friends with the world. Because if you give them the word of God, you honey, they will give you a swift kick out the ball. <laughs> they will. Now, now um, it tells us that in Luke 21, 34, Take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts are loaded down with wasteful living, be overcharged with surfeiting, that's gluttony, and drunkenness, and cares of this life, uh, and so that that day, which is judgment day, come upon you unawares. It says, I want to give you various uh, versions of this, because we feel like, those virgins, you remember the five virgins, you know, they were dibbling and dab. That's why they were foolish and didn't have any oil in their lamp because they was doing these things, I'm telling you. They they was loving the world. They was in there doing all kind of stuff. And then they come to church on Sunday and shout uh, through the flow and talk about how good God is and how God going to give me a house and a car and a husband and all of this kind of stuff. And, and, and they will professed that they knew God, but in works they denied God. Because he told them that they need to have a light, a lamp burning. And you can't have a lamp burning without oil. He told them to receive ye the Holy Ghost. 
The Holy Ghost is the one that's going to clean you up. But no, you don't want the Holy Ghost to clean you up. You want to be out there in the world. Watch this with some other versions are saying about this. Luke 21:34 in the expanded Bible, it says, "Be careful. Watch yourselves not to spend your time or become dulled by what you're doing out there." See all of that carousing and banquet, it didn't make you dull concerning the word of God. You take all the cares of this world, and it'll choke that word. And it says, uh, don't let yourself become dulled by the cares of this world. Let your heart, let not your heart be weighed down by feasting, carousing, debauchery, drinking, drunkenness, moral laxity. You know what moral laxity is? Uh, <laughs> Worrying about worldly things. If you do, that day might come on you suddenly. That's what happened with those foolish virgins. That day came upon them and they was not ready. And they go scrambling around trying to get some oil. And their lamps had gone out. Once the lamp gone out and you don't have any oil, it will not come back on again. And Jesus did not even open it. It was just like in the days of Noah when he shut the door in the ark. Noah couldn't open that door. And these virgins, when he shut that door, he didn't open that door. He talked through the door mm. and said, I don't know who you are. Who are you? But you said, we, we prophesied in your name. We took communion on Sunday. We spake in tongues. We prophesied. And and the Holy Spirit, and, and the Lord said, I, I I assure you, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. You say you've done all these things, but you have to have my spirit. If you don't have my spirit, you are none of mine. That's the only way I can recognize you by the spirit. I don't know no man after the flesh. Paul said that. I know him after the spirit. Now, in ICB, it says, be careful. Don't spend your time feasting and drinking, or don't be too busy with worldly things. If you do, if you do that, you will not be able to think straight. You will not be able to think straight. You got all of that other stuff on your mind. Uh... And that day might come when you are not ready. See, we talked yesterday on the last time about that crowd was made at midnight mm. between an opening and closing of spiritual eras. One was shutting down and another one was opening up. And the bridegroom was the determining factor. When he showed up, one era was closed, which was the day of grace. And the other era is the day of the Lord. That's when they got to go into the tribulation period. All right, now. And it said that when that day came, them, those virgins were not ready. They got shut out, and there was no going back, no returning. 
their judgment had been set for them. In the Phillips uh, translation, it says, be on your guard. See to it that your minds are never clouded by carousing. Remember we talked about set your affections on things above where Christ sitteth and not on the things of the earth? And it says here, never let your mind be clouded by carousing, drunkenness, or worries of this life, or else that day may catch you like the springing of a trap. You know how... You ever seen a, a trap on the ground? You step on it, bang, and it got you. And, and, and there's no getting out. You know, or one of those slings uh, when you jump in a hole and it catch you around mm. the ankle and you pull you up. You can't get out of that. That day will catch you like that. And uh, <clears throat> and the, the last one, which I think is one of the most important of these virgin versions of Luke 21:34 and it said this is the message uh, translation don't let the sharp edge of your expectation get dulled by parties and drinking and shopping otherwise that day is going to take you by complete surprise Spring on you suddenly like a trap. For it's going to come on everyone, everywhere at once. So whatever you do, don't fall asleep at the wheel. Hmm. Now, and I thank God for the last time. Because it, it goes into the urgency of the hmm. era. Uh, how the watchman is blowing the trumpet in Zion uh. and, and calling people and warning people, telling them that the bridegroom come, telling them, you know, to get ready, you know. And, and even in Revelation 18.4, uh, the cry is made uh, uh, by the angelic host, come out of Babylon, come out of Babylon, my people, and be not partaker of her sins and of her plagues. Mm. And I mean, you, I think, Apostle, you mentioned about the uh, angel flying in the air yeah. and, and giving uh, 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 notice to everybody that the time, the, the era is about to change. We've come, the, the, the era of grace is shutting down. Can't you see That's it? That's good. You yeah. can look at it on the TV and everywhere. It's letting you know the the earth is in birth pains right. and it's letting you know that this era of grace, the year of jubilee, oh. is shutting down. Mm -hmm. And we're getting ready to go into another era. And we talked about it uh, on last time uh, in Daniel 12 when it tells us about that day. I'm just going to read that. Uh, Daniel 12 and 1. Mm -hmm. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, mm. even to that same time. Like we said, you ain't seen nothing yet. You think it's bad now? Oh, 
mm. this is a Sunday school picnic. Do you understand? Oh, you got you got to see what it's gonna be like if you miss this rapture. Yeah. And you stuck. We there will be tribulation saints, but what you gonna have to go through through that tribulation? It's gonna test your eternal destiny because you either gonna uh, be beheaded or you gonna take that mark. And once you take that mark, your whole DNA structure is going to be changed to the God of this world. So you ain't going to even want to get saved no more. You ain't going to want nothing to do with yes. God. Yes. That's good. You ain't going to want to do Good teaching. You ain't going to have nothing, don't want nothing to do with God until you wind up in that lake of fire that burns forever and ever. So now is the time. Amen. Today is the day. And uh, I really wanted to, uh, let me see here. In uh, John 15 and 18, it says, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. All right, this word hatred is, uh, is missio. It means to detest, to be full of hate. The world don't love you, body of Christ. You are deceived. And you are compromising if you think that they do. Yeah. But I guarantee you, you give him, give the world or your friends that you hang out in the bar with, uh, you know, give them the unadulterated word. Because I done been there, done that. Honey, when I started telling them about the truth, they, they crucified me. They lambast and lamboom me. They call me all kind of names. They do the same thing they did with Jesus. Crucify, crucify. When they, when you give them this word, you're not giving them this word because you just read right here. Jesus said, "If the world hate you, you know that it hated me first. That's what it means. Before it first at the beginning, prior to it hated me. So if it hates Jesus." What are we supposed to be doing but the same thing Jesus is doing? And if it hated Jesus, the world hates you. And don't be messed around, and I'm through. I'm going to read this last one in 2 Thessalonians 2. Uh, I want you to read this one with me. Uh, Let's start at verse 7. Well, no, let's start at 7. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. It's already at work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. You got the Holy Ghost in you. And that's what's restraining the Antichrist. The straining is the work, the spirit of Antichrist. He can't come while we are here on the earth. Yeah. He cannot come. And 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 what happens is that when we leave the Holy Ghost that's when us leave, with with us leaves with us. And then there's no restraining of the Antichrist. So now he can be revealed. Now he can show his face. But while we are here, and if you'll notice in uh Revelation Christ and the Antichrist 
cannot be on the planet at the same time. One will cancel out or restrain the other. It's going to be one or the other. Either the spirit of Antichrist is going to be on the planet or Christ is going to be on the planet. Neither one of them is going to be on the planet at the same time. Because Christ will cancel out the Antichrist, which he's going to do. And until he be, um, for the mystery of iniquity to already work, until he now let it will let, till he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. See, the, they both can't stay on the planet at the same time. Then him who coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. This is what I'm talking about. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong mm. delusion that they're going to believe the lie of the Antichrist with all of their heart. Yeah. And if you say, oh, well, he's a deceiver, they'll have you killed. And if you, when they when they bring that mark out, if you don't take it, they will behead you. You either going to serve the Antichrist or you're going to serve Christ, one of the two. And it's going to get real strict after a while. So I just wanted to share that with you because we got to love not this world system mm. and know what the world system is really all about and know that we can't be friends with it. You're going to have to make a, draw a line in the sand between God and the God of this world system. You can't have both. Don't fool yourself and say that, that you can straddle the fence and, and that you can be over there and, 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 and then jump over into God at the last minute. That will never happen. You got to be ready just like those five wine virgins. They was ready when Jesus came. They had already put oil in their lamps. Their lamps were not going out. They was ready. And we got to be also ready. We can't just say, well, I'm going to play around and, and get my groove on as long as I can. And then when Christ, you don't know when he's coming. He's coming and blinking, twinkling of an eye. Yeah. It's going to be boom and it's over. Elder Apostle, did you want to say something? Yeah, you, uh, just now on that note, uh, uh, while you were saying that, and uh, people need to hear this mm -hmm. because you have some <laughs> folks saying, well, you don't know whether or not they had time to repent. When Christ comes, mm. there won't be any time because as you just described and the scripture says over in 1 Corinthians mm -hmm. chapter 15, in a moment, in the twinkling, twinkling. Of an eye. And you and uh, Brother Mike was talking about how quick that is. Oh, yeah. What did he say? One-tenth of, One -tenth of a, a second. second uh, yeah. like that. Here. Ten thousandth of a the second. The way the Lord said it to me, and I, I didn't know mm -hmm. the, the, the math. Mm -hmm. Before you think to blink. Uh-uh. Th just think about that. Mm. Before you have a thought to blink your eyes, it's going to happen. happen. By the time you think to blink and then blink, it's Done happened already. So you don't have no, no time, time at all. None. Zero. Mm. And I love how the Holy Spirit is expressing this, especially in this hour that we're in, Elder. Mm. More pastors need to be warning the church, yes. the congregation, mm -hmm. 
the people of God, because one, they belong to God, mm -hmm. and we're going to be held accountable. We're going to have to give an account for That's it. Right. This scripture here over in Luke, the same chapter, Luke 21, mm -hmm. a couple of scriptures if you don't mind, Elder. Oh, right ahead. Verse yeah. 31 through 33, these are powerful, especially 32 and 33. Mm -hmm. So likewise ye, when ye, when ye see these things come to pass, mm -hmm. know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh or near at hand. Yeah. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But my words, he didn't say his word, words, the things that he's saying, the things that is written here uh, mm -hmm. shall not pass away. We know that the world is passing away. Amen. <laughs> you read it over in First John. Uh -huh. uh, passing away. If you love and the lust thereof. So if you love the world, know that it's dying. Mm -hmm. You're in love with a dead man. Mm -hmm. Amen. And if we are supposed to be children of God, that is a form of adultery. Mm -hmm. James chapter 4 talks about it. Even as you quoted, uh, that if you are friends with the world, you are enmity with God. Mm -hmm. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, mm -hmm. because if God is my husband, you brought right. that up. Okay, now. He, we're the bride, he's the husband. Mm -hmm. So how can I love something other than my husband or yeah. my brother? You see where we're going. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Adultery. Please read Luke 21, the whole chapter. Mm -hmm. Please, to the listeners. Mm -hmm. And to you pastors, yes. ministers are, that are of the fivefold ministry. Yes. International ministries, or whatever we call it ourselves. Mm -hmm. We ought to be ministering the word of yes. truth, yes. the word of yes. God. Mm -hmm. And not tickling folks' fancies. Yeah. And, uh, with fancy words and mm -hmm. flattering words mm -hmm. and... Old wise fable I was just reading earlier over in uh, Titus, and uh, I was in Th uh, Thessalonians, First and Second Thessalonians, also in First and Second Timothy. Mm -hmm. All those are warnings, letters mm -hmm. to the church, on mm -hmm. what not only is to come, but is already here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, there's going to be some stuff. If you read over here in Luke, it tells us there's going to be some stuff here that's going to frighten people, mm. like COVID. Mm. The whole world was afraid. Mm. The church should have been standing firm. Mm -hmm. uh, and this whole idea that we shouldn't be demonstrating things in the church to the world. Could, I, I had to think about it. The Lord got on me about that. Mm -hmm. We're the light of the world. We're supposed to be showing the yeah. world what's happening. Come on. We're the example. We're the ambassador. We are the voice, the body yes, of Christ. Yeah. Even Jesus said it in, in this whole chapter. There's so many nuggets in this chapter here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, here, if, if I could, Elder, oh, oh my goodness. Have you, have you. Uh, glory to God. He even said it. Watch this. Uh, verse 15. For I will give you a mouth mm -hmm. and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. Mm -hmm. There won't be no argument. The words that come out your mouth. Mm -hmm. Pastors, mm -hmm. preachers, teachers, That's evangelists, right. apostles, That's right. prophets. To the prophesying about car and money and more money and Come more on. money and more money. That that's perishing. Mm -hmm. Those are perishable things. Mm -hmm. The doctrine that we teach mm -hmm. is not perishable. Amen. <laughs> it's eternal. Glory to God. 
Pastor, I want to thank you, Elder. You, you, you mentioned the other day, uh, I know Brother Mike mentioned the other day, as we were leaving out, we laying up all of this stuff mm -hmm. on earth, and the earth is dying. Dying. We want our cars and our houses, mm. and we want to tear down barns and build bigger barns, all of this technology. We want. He was talking about the bigger boat you, you yeah. sell and to get another, another boat. One. Yeah. And you laying up your treasures here on the earth. Yeah. Where moth and rust, dust corrupt, and, mm. and, and they stealing cars like yeah. you were, like you wouldn't believe they stealing folks stuff. Yeah. And and here we is going after more, and we landing up here on this earth. Yeah. And and the Lord has said uh, to put your treasures in heaven. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Give give to him. Yeah. Like we say, the least of these are my brothers. Pay your yeah, yeah, yeah. Give your offerings, you know. Yeah. Do put the money where God tell you to put it. Instead of you laying it up in your own treasury mm -hmm. here on the earth. Yeah. And like that uh that farmer that said I'm gonna build bigger barns, gonna tear tear down perfectly good barns and build bigger barns so that he could heap it up upon himself. Mm. The Lord said, Tonight. Yeah. Your soul is required. Now, who's all that stuff gonna gonna be? Who gonna get all of yeah, that wealth? Yeah. And, and that you and some of us are so foolish that we store up wealth. I was talking to my great grand um, daughter, grandmother, and she was telling me how that one of somebody in her family saved all of this money for their child, a hundred thousand dollars. Saved. She pinched and, and restrained herself and saved up all of this money for that son. She passed away. The son got the money. He in jail now and don't have a quarter. Mm -mm. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You better seek God and seek those things which are above yeah. where Christ said it. And, and not lead to your understanding and, and make decisions that are foolish. Yes. Foolish. Mm -hmm. And and you wind up with nothing. And, and some people, like you say, the love of money will uh, drown, drown men them. Yes. And foolish and hurtful lust. Yes. Some yes. people, this brother never knew how to deal with $20 more or less, 100000 Yeah. And now that thing. He's in jail now, and no telling when he's going to get out, because he didn't know what to do with yeah. the money. Yeah. And he drowned himself mm. in Hurtful. utter loss. Oh, goodness. Utter loss. Yeah. That's why we need to... Oh, my goodness. Seek those things yeah. which are above yeah. when uh, Christ said it. I like your counsel to the ministers of the gospel. You want to preach? Especially in this season, in this hour. Mm. Tell them what the word says. Mm. Flee from fornication. <laughs> All that. <laughs> uh, here even in 16, 17. In the same chapter, Luke 21. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinfolk and friends. Mm. And some and, and some of you shall be called calls to be put to death. All right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. And ye shall be hated of all men oh, for my name's sake. For his sake. Not because you got a bigger house than everybody. Come on. Not because you preach better than everybody in Cleveland. Not be none of that. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Not because your church is the biggest. Mm -hmm. None of that. Mm -hmm. The Lord showed me the reason why some churches are small is because the truth is being preached. Mm, come on. It's easier to point. run to the large, That's a good wide point. and spacious road churches mm -hmm. and get what I want to hear yes. and then go right out the door. No change, no conviction, mm -hmm. no transformation, no mm -hmm. obedience, no yeah. order. Mm -hmm. I'm the same old person I've always been. And folks are professing this. Mm -hmm. Even preachers are preaching this. But God is the God of deliverance. Amen. Whom the Son may free is free indeed. Now, you said it. Some folks don't want to be free. They just don't no, want they it. Wanna, they like they, it. They, 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 they have this. said it. Yeah. I don't want to let Don't come it tell me nothing about Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know the Lord for myself. And, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one thing I do want to say to the to those that are pulpit, will you stop entertaining these people? Please. Your pulpit is not a platform to entertain people. Yeah. And all I see, some of the, all I see, all you want to do is jump and shout and run around the church and holler and stuff and like that. And then, then when it's over, you ain't heard no word. No. You haven't heard the yeah. truth that will make you free. Yeah. You might have heard some watered down stuff. Yeah. But it's not anything that's going to change no your life nothing. or deliver you or change your family or anything. You just go to church and have, and you hear it all the time. We just had a good time. Had a good time. Had a good time. Yeah. Well, I'm sure those people in those days had a good time too. Yeah. Amen. And then until they said that the rain came and caught them unaware. They didn't even know that it was the end of time oh, my until goodness. the rain came. Oh. They partied and banqueted. All up until the time of the end. Yes, of course. They wouldn't listen to Noah uh -uh. or no word. Yeah. They party, had a good time, mm. and up until the rain came. Yeah. And it said, and it swept them all Russia. away. But sin of man don't miss this harvest. The watchmen are on the wall. They're blowing the trumpet in Zion. Mm. You better have a, he that have an ear to hear, better hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Amen? Because once it's over, it's over. It's no going back. It's no turning back. And you think Christ will not shut that mm. door? You better read Matthew 25. He will shut that yeah. door. The Bible tells in 2 Timothy, the foundation of the Lord standing sure having this seal. The Lord knows those that are his. Mm. He knows who you are. And you think he won't shut that door? He will shut it. So you better get right, church, and let's go home. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to share this with you. I'm so glad for the insight. Apostle, thank you so much. And what the Holy Spirit is letting us know about the urgency. Yes. The urgency of the hour, yeah. that time is winding up. We don't have much time. Yeah. And you know, you need to put your flesh under and tell it no and get right. Because you're gonna have all eternity to regret Jesus. making that decision. And the Bible calls it bitter regret. Mm. Bitter regret. You know that man that was in, um, that rich man that was in hell? Yeah. He was able to see Lazarus and Abraham. 
in glory. And he was being tormented. And see, he was able to see it himself. And there was no way out. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the Lord last night. He was showing me that he told uh, Abraham to go tell his five brothers. And I, and, I, and I was saying, Lord, I'll be trying to tell my family. And he said the same principle that Abraham told that rich man. Mm. He said, if they will not listen to Moses... <laughs> If they will not listen yeah, to the yeah. watchmen that are out now, yeah. the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, pastor, and teacher, he said they will not listen though somebody rose from the dead. Yeah. That's just how blinded their minds are. They are not going to see or hear but what their itching ears is telling them yeah. right now. Somebody is going to have to have that door slammed in their face mm. before reality is going to shut in and say and let you know that I have missed it. And yeah. it's eternally over. It's eternally over. Can you imagine spending eternity in the lake of fire and 10,000 years from now, you still there mm. in torment? Where the worm dieth not and the fire is never quenched. Think. Oof. Think, body of Christ. Yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think I'm playing, uh-uh. I wrote this. God wrote this. Yeah, yeah. And it is impossible for him to lie. Mm. Impossible. And he's warning you now so that you don't have to go there. Yeah. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Yeah. Save you, cleanse you, strengthen you so that you could tell your flesh no. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now, don't wait. Yeah. Give your life to Christ Jesus. Amen. All you got to do is, you can read Romans 10, 9 and make it personal. You don't really need nobody to pray for you. It's right there written. Mm. You can say it for yourself. You know, a lot of times they repeat after me. All you got to do is read the word, believe it, and do what it say do. That's it. The directions <laughs> are right there. You know, babies, you got to say, uh, 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 say this after me. Right, right. But it tells you what to do. Mm -hmm. And you know I'm telling you the truth. You know I'm not making up nothing. Today is your day. I don't care. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Right now is your day right now and I pray that you will ask Jesus into your life into your heart and be Lord and Savior and Redeemer and Provider Amen and if you do I want you to put it in your comment section let me know that you gave your life to Christ Jesus I will be praying for you and yours your whole family. So I just wanted you to know and share with you. Uh, Apostle, did you have anything else for I close no, out? No, no. Just want to let you know uh, what Jesus said to the people uh, at the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me or in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. 
This way, key of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And you have an outstanding afternoon. God bless you. Thank you.